0: Not all you
1: got. No way. Race you to the gazebo. <laughs>
0: You're on. <sighs>
1: <laughs> that really all you got?
0: I could run circles around you if I wanted to, Ortega.
1: (laughs) Big talk for someone who just lost, Kuramaya.
0: I was in the lead for most of that.
1: Yeah, but which one of us won?
0: I still did more pull-ups than you.
1: I did more burpees, more sit-ups, and more box jumps.
0: Down for a rematch?
1: You know I am.
0: Down for waiting out the weather instead?
1: Yeah, we should do that. (sighs) I needed this. (sighs) Same here. I hope the rain lets up soon, though. It's freezing.
0: Is it? I can't tell.
1: How are you not cold?
0: (laughs) It's a side effect. (laughs) You good? (laughs) I just just gotta... Get that out of my system.
1: Drink some water.
0: I will. Give me a second. (laughs) I gotta wait for the smoke to cool off a little. My throat is killing me. God, I wish I had better control.
1: Tell me about it.
0: What's it like with telepathy?
1: Um... Okay, you know when you're in a restaurant and there's a bunch of noise? People talking, chair shifting... Imagine that, but you have to choose to ignore every sound. Once you practice, it's easier, but it's still something you have to do. Sometimes a couple will start arguing, or someone drops a bunch of glasses, and... You have to listen to that sound. It's like you don't have a choice. But the more you practice, the fewer sounds are like that.
0: So if someone's thinking is loud enough, you hear it, even if you don't want to.
1: Basically, yeah. It doesn't happen as much as it used to. I've done a lot of mental training back home, but I still have work to do. What's pyro respiration like?
0: Kind of like having indigestion. But I gotta be careful about it. And I like Fire Breather better.
1: Really? How come?
0: Less medical that way. You know, my roommates talk enough about me as it is without sounding like I got a... I don't know, a condition or something.
1: Do they bother you a lot about it?
0: Ugh. <sighs> Sometimes. At least now that I got the dorm to myself, I don't gotta hear them complaining about when I open the window to blow off some fuel.
1: Sucks you're staying on campus for the holidays, though.
0: Yeah, well, cheaper stay here than flying back to New York during Christmas.
1: Still, I can't imagine being away from home for Christmas.
0: Ah, it is what it is. What's your roommate gonna do?
1: They're staying here, too. I was gonna get us both plane tickets, but they wanted to stay and work through the holidays. I just hope Lou doesn't get too lonely over the winter break. Lucky for you... You've got Dexter within driving distance.
0: Yeah, well, you know, not gonna lie, that's a huge plus.
1: So how was your post-semester date night?
0: Oh god, he told you about that? Mm-hmm. He would, that romantic jerk. So? He took me to this cool barbecue place. It was this hole-in-the-wall kind of place. It was tiny and all artsy and stuff. You know, we just sat there for hours, talking about, I don't know, Life. It's like, Dexter's more than just my boyfriend, you know? I've known him for a few months, but he's my best friend. No matter what it is, I feel like I can talk to him about anything.
1: Sounds like you guys are getting pretty serious.
0: He actually invited me over to his place for New Year's.
1: Ooh, meeting the family already?
0: Yeah. To be honest, I'm really nervous.
1: Don't be. Bellamy's a good guy. A little intense, but nice. You met him? Yeah, I've talked to him before.
0: Anything I ought to know?
1: Yeah. Be yourself. I'm sure he'll like you. I hope so. Uh, what's not to like? Trust me, you're gonna do great. Since we're stuck here... Want to see who can do more push-ups? (laughs) Ha! You're on. Bring it!
2: Hello? Good afternoon. This is Bellamy Sullivan, calling on behalf of Esther Sullivan. We spoke last week regarding potential changes in the waitlist for a room in your facility. Yes. If there's an availability that's opened up, we can... Immediate move-in? After the holidays would work better. Is that possible? The 27th. Is that the only available move-in date? I only ask because, well, it would be nice to have one last New Year's with her at home. Is there anything we can do? Yes. I understand. She's on a few medications. I can have her primary doctor send over the prescriptions. What other information would you need before the 27th? Right. Of course. I'll have everything sent over as soon as possible. Thank you again for all of your help. I should have asked what sort of care you would have preferred when I had the chance, but... I had so much to take care of when Mom and Dad... It took me so long to prove I could take care of Dexter, and and by the time I thought about your health, I should have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Good morning. Dex, I didn't hear you. Did you just wake up? Mm Mm-hmm. It's why I said good morning. It's three in the afternoon. I'm on winter break. Who are you talking to? You should eat first. Why? It's, It's about Grandma. Go get some coffee and lunch, I suppose. Then we'll talk. Everything okay? It's... complicated. Well, that's not ominous at all. I was speaking with an assisted living facility. A room became available for her. You're sending her away? We always knew this was a possibility. I thought you were going to get a home health aid or something. A person that could take care of her here. At home, I was. I-, I wanted to. In an ideal world, i I'd keep her here with us, but, uh, but I spoke with her doctor. It's not safe for her to be here home alone anymore. She'll be moving in on the 27th. What about what she wants? Grandma barely knows where she is on her worst days. She's scared. She's confused. And she needs to be around people that know how to help her. Wait for another good day then. She deserves a say in what happens to her. She hasn't had a good day in months. She's not... I don't like this any more than you do, but it's for the best. can it wait until after New Year's at least? No, thanks. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. I wish there was. Fine. Whatever. I'm going back to bed. God, what am I even doing anymore? (coughs) Grandma? (coughs) It's okay. I'm here.
3: Ugh, you must be the only person on Earth who likes taking red-eye flights.
1: I don't. But it's easier. Fewer people. A lot of them tend to be asleep. I thought you were working on your control. I am. But flying is stressful enough to begin with. If I can take a red-eye flight and make it easier for me, I don't see why I shouldn't. (sighs)
3: If you like traveling at three in the morning, I guess I can't stop you. You know, you didn't have to get up. Of course I was going to. Lou? I'm gonna miss you too. You better come back, Nessa. Do you have
1: everything you need? Uh, let me double check. Wallet. Passport. Bag of liquids and tiny bottles. In-flight snacks, that's important. Phone. Ticket and itinerary, both on my phone and printed out. Phone charger. Extra battery. Why did I even ask? (laughs) Oh, before I forget, I already wired you my half of the rent for December and January. Plus a little extra, for fun. (sighs) You really didn't have to. Consider it a Christmas gift. And speaking of Christmas gifts... You got me something? Yeah. I mean, it's nothing fancy, but... Merry Christmas, Lou. Oh my god, is this... Is this one of those moonflower watches? I had it custom-made and everything. Do you like it? Nessa, I... This is too much. It must have cost... Stop! You know it's not a big deal. Come on, you deserve nice things. No, no, I can't take this. And that's my ride to the airport. I gotta go. Yeah, okay. Uh,
3: let me know when you land. I will. Count to ten... Wait till she's out of range... (sighs) Finally, I have all my thoughts to myself. (laughs) All that double-checking, and she left her recorder. Hell, might as well. Now that I can think about Vanessa Ortega, the darling heiress... I barely see her for a month, and then she drops designer junk on me like that makes it any better! thought she was better than throwing money at things to fix them, but, well, that's rich people for you. You know what I found out last week? One of the people in her study group is also a kid of one of her parents' employees. She recognized him and, of course, pulled a, do you know who my parents are? I called her on it, or tried to, anyway. She said it was to be transparent and that it was her mother's idea. She she always has an explanation. she notice if I sold it? I doubt it. Maybe post a picture or two with it? Tag her in it so she sees it just to cover my bases? It shouldn't be that hard to pawn it off somewhere. Dad gave up so much to get me where I am. I can give up a stupid watch. I still haven't met her college friends. You know how it is, she says. During the semester, we're all up to our necks in homework and studying. Apparently, hitting the gym and having cute hashtag movie nights is such hard work. She keeps saying we're all going to do dinner one of these days, but I doubt it. Most of the people in my program are parents and older people. The people at the coffee shop are cool, but it's so busy that we hardly get a chance to talk to each other. It's not like Nessa's college scene. She has friends on friends on friends now. Well... This was a terrible idea, and now I'm sad.
1: (sighs) The Path Down was written, edited, and sound designed by Leslie Gideon. This episode featured the voices of Leslie Gideon as Vanessa, Ryan Hoyle as Dexter, Kyle Nishimura as Chris, Alex Lamaru as Bellamy, and Tal Maneer as Lucero. The theme music is Tears in Rain by Scott Buckley. If you'd like to support the show, consider buying us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash the path down or... Support us on Patreon, where you can sign up for fun bonus content and early access to episodes. For more information and transcripts, visit thepathdown.com.
3: Mom, Dad, you ready? What's your review gonna be on?
2: We're reviewing breakfast.
3: Oh, you mean like IHOP or Jimmy Dean sausage?
2: No, like having breakfast. <laughs> Gross. It's the most important meal of the day, Allison.
1: Breakfast is gross. Who can eat that early? Well,
2: you've essentially starved your body for eight hours, so you're being cruel to your body. Well,
1: and since when do you eat breakfast anyway, Paul? You don't get up
3: until 11, like a damn teenager. Excuse me, this damn teenager gets up at 7.
2: You might be a bit more pleasant in the morning if you actually ate something.
3: Really, Paul?
1: Yeah, You know really? that's because I, I need mean, coffee in the morning. You...
3: you can't blame a soul for trying, so... Seven. There's your review of The Importance of Breakfast. If you can call it that. That was my parents, Allison Baxter and Paul Ellis. I'm Coral Baxter Ellis, and you can catch our podcast, Deconstructive Criticism, available
1: wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe